Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tavin Dillard. I live in Chancellor Park. I mow lawns, mowing, edging, grass cutting legend. I sure am glad to join me here on this podcast. I want to let you know what's going on in my neck of the woods. Now, I started out years ago on the YouTubes and then the TikToks and the Instagrams now and the whatnots. I got the websites, the tabandiller.com, but right now, I want to clue you into what's happening in my neck of the woods on the Tabandiller podcast. You here? I'm here. I'm glad you joined me. Now I'm going to send it over to myself. This is like the pre-introduction, but let's get on to the real show today. I'm glad you joined me here. Bank, bank. Welcome to the Tavin Dillard Podcast, the last episodes of the season fours. This is the Q&A episode, y'all guys. This is Tavin Dillard Podcast. Me, my name is Tavin Dillard. I'm Olans. I live in Chancellor Park. Mowing, edging, grass cutting legend. How in the world are you doing? We had the Halloweens this past week. Of course, I kind of recap that on last week's podcast episode. And now it is a very special episode provided by you, the listeners. I will be answering the questions that y'all been sending over the last few weeks. Uh, I hope I was able to remember them all. Uh, I know folks send them. Uh, here, there, and everywhere, Instagrams, emails, text message, and I'm trying to keep up. So we got quite a few here, and some of them are similar, uh, so I try to answer them, and we'll, we'll see how this goes. But we are at the end of four seasons now, uh, basically years ago, uh, one year ago. So I guess that ain't plurals with an S on the end, but it's like last September, so a little over a year ago is when the podcast started, and we did a season one. And then we did a season two, and if you listen to the podcast, you know at the end of season two, things was kind of up in the air. Like, are we going to keep doing it? What, you know? And then all of a sudden, here's what happened, y'all guys. We did the season threes, because I was like, I really like doing this. We're going to go ahead and do it. Uh, and then somehow around uh, season threes, during the summers, late springs, I guess, the, the, the audience, the people listening, y'all guys, like tripled maybe more than three times what it was. Like, it growed a lot thanks to the Instagrams. It was just, there's just more traffic on Instagrams and more people know about the podcast and more people listen to it. And then here we are, just kind of kept growing. So here we are, wrapping up season fours. We wrapped up the softball season here during this season. Oh, we did all kinds of things. Had another fishing tournament. Of course, we did the Halloweens, but now we got to say goodbye to the season fours. But before we do that, we're going to say hello to your questions, and I, I should have an answer for every one of them that I got right here in front of me. So I'll get to that in just a moment. I want to draw your attention to the show notes. Uh, there are some things that are coming down the pipeline that are heading through the trailer park and out into the big old wide world uh, to y'all, hopefully soon. Uh, a couple new shirts. I've mentioned them before, and I won't mention them again this week, but uh, I'll start promoting them once they're ready to promote. And uh, Tavin's Bag of Bacon. Uh, you can order them now if you want gifts for folks or you just want to eat it. I had some this week. I love the stuff. I've been eating it and sharing it, or at least sharing that I have some. Like, hey, I got bacon over here. Maybe I don't actually share the bacon in the bag. It's hard to do, but that's that's in the show notes. You can check that out. Of course, Patreon, uh, you can help Chancellor Park grow there. That'll be in the show notes today. And uh, that's about it. I mean, without further ado or further ado, let's get in to some questions. 
All right, in no particular order, I tried to organize these a little bit, but they ain't like in the order that y'all sent them in, you know, from like a, a month ago to last week to yesterday uh, day in. And the way this works is uh, I'm Tappan Dillard. So I live in Chancellor Park. I'm Olan. I already said that. You already know that probably if you listen to this podcast before. Uh, and so I answer questions about me and my life. Now, there are folks that want to know, like, about uh, videos or how stuff gets made or that kind of thing. And that ain't me, but uh, Sweet Tea Films, uh, they kind of manage me. Like, they, they, they take care of the stuff I don't care nothing about. I mean, if it ain't my town, it ain't Lawn Mowing, it ain't Chancellor Park, it ain't my folks that I hang with, uh, I ain't really messing with it. So then that's Joel Berry, and he kind of managed the whole thing. So uh, if you got questions for, like, oh, how do you shoot a video or whatever? Then Joel Berry, if you got Joel Berry questions, which some folks sent them in, then he'll come in and answer them. But I, I ain't answering them. So that's how that goes. So Joel will come on in a little while, and then I'll come back to wrap up uh, this episode. Clear as mud? Okie doke. Let's go then. First question today comes from Jeff D. Uh, his last initial is D. Uh, not like D-E-E, like a name. Um, uh, but Jeff D, uh, he says, how old are you, Tavin? Well, Jeff, uh, put it this way. Um, I think, now I make stuff up sometimes. I think, well, I'm pretty sure that happened, folks. I know that never happened. But I think in season three at the, uh, the Q&A episodes, uh, I, somebody asked me that question, how old I was. So you go back and listen to that. But I tell you, I'm a few months older than I was in the spring. So that's how we go. Now, spring chicken, I would not call myself. But, yeah, I'm limber enough. I, I, I did a whole summer of cannonballs with uh, very stretched haunches. you got to keep them limber. And uh, it take a little work, a little strength, just to hold on to an ATB. You stand up on them pedals or, you know, you got to steer that thing around because I've been doing that a little bit lately. But uh, I'm old enough, you know, old enough to get out there and get, and get after the old lawn mowing and uh, ATB riding and the fishing and all them kind of things. Uh, Big Vape. He sent me a, a message on the Instagrams. He said, last, now you got to remember these questions came in weeks ago. So uh, he said, last episode, so that was a few episodes ago, you mentioned eating apple frittler. If you have time at Donut Goals, usually you like it with butter in the microwave 14 seconds, but you said 11 seconds this time. Is this a new formula or is their microwave more powerful? Uh, usually, here's the thing about the, the, the numbers. I usually guess low. Like let's do nine seconds, but I ain't I ain't had a I ain't had a microwave that worked at nine seconds in a while. Like the butter ain't completely melted yet, kind of thing. So it do vary. It do vary from microwave to microwave. Uh, how long you gonna put it in for? And it's one of those things like, well, you can always put it in for a few more seconds, but if you burn that thing too hot, then that's that kind of thing. But I mean, anywhere between eleven and fourteen seconds, you get it over to nineteen seconds. In fact, I'll tell you one thing I did uh, this past weekend. Had a, I had a, I had a donut that I just put in the microwave, and there's a smaller one. It wasn't like a big frittler, a big cinnamon bun, not like that. And I ended up over 20 seconds on that thing. But there's something about me. I just wanted to see that, but I didn't want to see no butter still like in solid form. I just wanted to be soaked into that thing. So it do vary. It do vary. Uh, and he also said, do you plan on buying a riding mower if your business starts growing? Yeah, right now, when the mowing's growing, uh, there's folks out there. Uh, Bud, I, sh I mow his property. He got a big property outside of town, and he let me borrow that zero turn. There's lots of fellas that got zero turns or something in their shed, like a riding lawnmower, that they just let me use because they, they ain't about it. They ain't trying to get after them big lawns no more. 
they got other things to do with their lives. So right now that's how that go. But I ain't opposed to that. Uh, but you know that you y'all know there's other things I'm saving for, and folks got questions about that here in a little bit, so I'll get to that. But that's where we at right now. But a riding lawnmower, there ain't, ain't no no uh, problem with that, and it probably get me to my jobs a little faster than my bike anyway. I can just ride it out there, blade up kind of thing, and then drop it once I get to them lawns. Something to think about. Brian, he says, now that you have access to an ATB, and that's another that's another you know thing that developed here this fall, late summer. Uh, did did you know that they make mowers you can pull behind it? Bank bank. Well, Brian, I, I assume anything can be pulled behind an ATB. I didn't know there's special mowers. That can, I think in, anything you can tie a rope to. The way I see it, uh, you can pull it behind an ATB. It's good to know if they got mowers specifically made to get pulled behind an ATB. Oh, I wonder if you mean that you can mow the lawn, like you pull it back there and just mowing the lawn. I was thinking you meant transport it, but maybe that's what you meant. Like, you know, you get out there on that property and you just pull it like out of the way and then you ain't got to get out. You ain't got to get off the ATB to, to mow the lawn. So that's kind of like a riding lawn, more like a homemade version. Man, y'all are helping me out already. Carrie. Carrie said, did you play football in high school? And do you have a favorite football team uh, in paralyticals? It says college or the NFL. Um... I don't watch a whole lot of the NFL footballs, but the college, uh, being from Arkansas, I do uh, keep up with them Razorbacks, for better or worse. But yeah, Razorback fan, did you play football in high school? You know, freshman year, uh, I was, I was, you know, I'm quick and I'm wiry. And they said, uh, you should get out there and do running back. So I tried out like that away, um, and they never handed me the ball. And so if you know anything about running backs, if they don't pitch the ball to you or hand to you, you just back there uh, pushing people kind of thing. So I did a little bit of that, and then I thought, you know, I could probably do something else with my time. Uh, I didn't get no Letterman jacket or nothing. I had kind of like a knockoff members-only jacket that I stapled uh, sports headlines to. Um, but that's nobody's problem, you know, kind of thing. But that's how it went for me. Nick. What's the name of the town you live in, and what is the population? Now, Todd from Idaho said, uh, Chancellor Park is the name of your trailer park. But I don't think I've ever heard the name of your town. What's the name of your town? So a couple folks asked that. Thanks, Tevin. Well, Nick, and well, Todd, I'm going to have to say something to y'all right now. You both right. I ain't never said the name of my town. Now, some folks think the name of my town is Chancellor Park. That is the name of my trailer park. Here's how it go. Meemaw told me, she goes, you don't tell people the name of our town because I don't want paparazzi sitting in trees trying to take pictures of me. And I was like, Meemaw, I don't think that's how that works. I don't think anybody's just uh, dying to go take pictures of you in your fall moo-moo or wherever you at, your your summer moo-moos, your McDonald's moo-moos, you know, where you here or there and around town kind of thing. And we ain't got no trees uh, in the trailer park because trees don't grow in gravel very well kind of thing. So I don't think you need to worry about none of that. But uh, right now, out of, I guess, just, uh, you know, Respect for Meemaw, I ain't never said the name of my town. That's the truth. But Chancellor Park is the name of my trailer park, so we'll see. Maybe I'll say it one of these days. Oh, and the population, I think we had 2,181 folk. I think that's the last count. So that's how that is. Jeb, do you believe in Bigfoot? Do I believe that he exists? I guess that's what you ask if I believe he exists. Not like, do you believe he could put together a banana split down at the Dairy Queen faster than you can? Because that answer would be no. I'm pretty quick putting together nanner splits. Uh, no, I ain't never seen Bigfoot, but I got friends that, that have out there. Um, and usually he's only 
appearing to one person at a time that ain't got a camera, but they've seen them. I'm like, well, I, you saw something. I don't know, but I ain't, I ain't, I ain't never seen him. So Nick in Dorset, I think that's how you say that. He says here in the UK, and that's abbreviational for United Kingdom. Uh, so from America, you got to cross the ocean kind of thing. Anyhow, here in the UK, we hear on the news the devastation uh, caused by tornadoes to trailer parks. Is your area at risk? Oh, yeah, Nick. My area is always at risk. Uh, now, there ain't been a lot touched down in my neck of the woods in Arkansas, but plenty of tornadoes have toured through towns uh, in Arkansas time and again. Some of them every 20, 30 years, you know, it just it, it come right through again. Uh, so, yeah, there's always the risk. So you got to make sure you ain't holding too tight to anything. Meemaw's baby doll collection, uh, it, it would not it would not survive, even though she got the she got the shelving uh, pretty secured to her trailer wall. But them dolls, they just sit on there. They just sit on there because she liked to rotate them out and she liked to, you know, uh, re rearrange them. Oh, this one's sitting over here. This one's sitting over there. And she got too many now to where she got to keep some under a box, under a bed, and then rotate them in and out too. So that's how that go. Now, Mike, he want to know, and I think somebody else asked this question here in a little while too, but about how close am I to getting my Ford Ranger? Uh, well, Mike, uh, the, the last month, I got a couple hundred more dollars towards it. Now, y'all know this summer, if y'all been listening to my podcast, that um, I tell you right now, it, it um, I, I had some I had some setbacks, financial setbacks with the swamp cooler and Meemaw's air conditioning and her car I helped out with. And that's okay. That's life. But we're getting close. I, I'm, I'm hoping by the end of the year, you know, I'm, I'm sitting behind a steering wheel of a Ford Ranger and not just like a steering wheel in a junkyard that's not in the actual truck, but the whole truck's attached to it, too. Do you think you and Cricket might get hitched one day? Well, I'll tell you right now, Mike, I sure hope so. I mean, I, I don't think we dating just to do, uh, just to act like we uh, talking about being friends forever. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see, you know, trying to get uh, other stuff done first. Now, Clifford, he asked me, do you like Halloween? So, now, you got to remember, like I said, these questions got sent in over the last month, so... He might have been thinking, you know, it's Halloween seasons. I'm going to ask a Halloween question now. It come and went. But I don't mind Halloweens. I don't like spooky. I don't like them haunted houses. I don't like when them ghost noises that are, that was me. That wasn't no ghost. But I don't like them. I know that was me, so I wasn't scared of that one. But I don't want to scare you when you're listening. You're driving down the road, and you're like, what in the world is that? No, that's me. I was just telling Clifford here that I do like Halloween, but I don't like the spooky or the scary stuff. What's the best costume you ever wore before? Oh, that's a good question. I was Bo Duke one year. Um, I didn't have no General Lee to do a hood slide across the front of, uh, but I had a, uh, I had a cowboy hat on kind of thing and a flannel rolled up to my, my elbows and some boots on and some jeans kind of thing. I have done a pirate. Uh, you know, and that's just uh, an eye patch and then like a bandana. I mean, it don't take a lot. It really wasn't about the costume for me growing up. It's like, do I have enough to pass that I put in a little bit of effort for Halloweens so that I can just uh, open up that pillowcase and folks drop money in there? That was kind of what, what my goal was there. Have you had any pets? No. 
Uh, I'm just just stray dogs, and I'm usually trying to chase them off. Crows, they trying to get my funyuns or any kind of snack. You know, they, they ain't that picky. Truth be told, about a crow. So I've been around animals. Meemaw got a squirrel. She want me to help build a squirrel kennel for a uh, gray squirrel named Lyle. Uh, do I want a pet? Not right now. Just too busy. It take work. You know, if you got an animal, you know, like Cheryl Grubbs, she got that dog Jalapeno. She got no business with that dog because uh, she don't want to take care of it. Now they're running donut goals. She take that dog in there. That dog's messed. Uh, that dog uh, left a little present right in front of their door where customers walking in. They had to step over it or step through it kind of thing i was like you got if you ain't gonna watch that dog and pick up after and take care of it why are you toting it around there where you go you live on three acres her and shane grubbs live out there on on three acres you could leave that thing running around free all day but you put it in the back of that chevy cobalt bring it into town and let it just mess things up but if i got if i got a pet what would i get oh i'd want something like a horse or something and then i could get places with that thing but that, that's, that's uh, yeah, it's like a horse or nothing. Don't give me no hamster or little puppy or nothing like that. Will wants to know, how many dingers have you hit in softball? Well, Will, uh, I ain't never hit a dinger. I don't really hit for power, as they say. Now, I've got multiple bases. Sometimes that's because they making errors out there and they overthrowing the ball. Sometimes uh, I end up on first with a soft single opposite field, and then I drop it in there, and then I still uh, uh, second base head first. Uh, Pete Rose slide, so I don't hit. I don't. I ain't never cleared the outfield wall. If that's what you ask, I, I have gotten home before on the inside the Parker. You know where it just kind of bounced around, rattle around, or somebody pull a hamstring out there and they just laying out in the field. So the outfielders out of the game and shortstop trying to run out there to get that ball. And by that time, hey, I got a couple of wheels for feet kind of thing. Hello, hey, what was that? Was that a lightning flash? No, it's Tabin Dillard running the bases. Tabin Dillard running the bases. Uh, Will wants to know, if you could have anything for Christmas this year, what would it be? Well, that's a good question, Will. I don't know. I I, I like them uh, turtles, you know, them candies, that, that uh, the pecans and the caramel and the chocolate. Boy, I'd have a couple of turtles. Not like not like the uh, box turtle or a snapping turtle, but I mean the candy. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, that or maybe a Ford Ranger. And I guess them, them are in two different price ranges, uh, that 93 Ford Ranger. But... um. Maybe I could learn how to make turtles and then trade somebody that really like them for Ford Ranger. I don't know. You know, this is just me workshopping here, Will. But thanks for the question. Thank all y'all for the question so far. And here we are, moving right along. We got Michelle. What's the oddest thing you've seen at a wedding? Well, I was at Brody and Brandy Lynn Childress's wedding, and they released crows. Because they's cheaper to get than a bunch of doves or whatever. You know how folks at weddings, they'll release them white birds. And it's like, oh, look at our pure, holy matrimony. I don't know all the ins and outs behind. the. It's supposed to be pretty, you know. Some people tried to release butterflies, and then butterflies done died. They just drop right out of that little envelope or whatever they released them from. Well, Brandy and Brody Lynn released crows. Y'all know about crows. And when they let them things go, it's outdoor wedding. And the reception is outdoor, too. There's a picnic pavilion at the park where they got married. And listen here. When them crows got released to show the beauty of Brody and Brandy Lynn's life taking flight together, or something like that, I guess, them crows took flight toward the wedding cake under the picnic pavilion, which was really pecan pies. That was the wedding cakes. And then Mabel Childress, that's Brody's granny, she dove onto the pie table and full-on caught one of them crows with her two hands. That crow was like, bank, bank. 
I just wanted some pie. Can't blame him after you I, after being in, in a box. I, I don't blame no crow for being hungry and like, hey, you're gonna free me out of that box. I'm heading straight to the pie table, and that's what happened. So he's he's just folks were in town. They're good at catching wildlife. Like Mabel, I mean, so many folks. Candy Dilroy's caught a crow before. Miller Rex caught a skunk. I mean, it's just what we do in our town. Uh, it's hard for any wildlife to get away. I mean, I'm surprised I ain't seen somebody get like a deer in a headlock. And you're probably thinking Mabel's a sweet granny, you know, trying to protect her grandbaby's wedding pies. But truth be told, she'd been talking about them pies all week. She helped make them. She can cook. And she wanted a piece of pie. And you get all kind of unknown strength when you really want to do something. That's how that went. So that right there, uh, them crows getting released at Brody and Brandy Lynn's wedding and going straight for the pies. And then Mabel Childers diving and catching a crow and knocking down that whole pie table. That's probably the oddest thing i seen at a wedding. Thanks for the question, Michelle. Case and Carter. Here's what Case and Carter asked me. Do you like cats? And did any of your pumpkin helmets rot? Now, them are two different questions, I think. Because I don't think cats have nothing to do with pumpkin helmets and they ain't the cause of why pumpkin helmets rot. So let me answer them uh, questions separately, too. Case and Carter, I am allergic to cats. No, I don't care for no cats. Cats don't care for me. I don't know if cats care for anybody, truth be told, but themselves. And every pumpkin helmet rots. That's just the thing you got to know in life going forward, y'all guys. Every pumpkin helmet rots. You can keep them in a the freezer for a while, but an ice-cold helmet, that really ain't no fun to wear no ways either. I tried that before, too. Just like a rotten helmet ain't no fun to wear. All that to say, helmets take work, but if you put into work on a brand new helmet, get some use out of it that day. It might last you another day. If you freeze it, it'll last longer, but then you get into cold helmet thing. So it's, it really is an ort, and it really is take a work because you may have to make one one day, and then the next day, you got to put together another one. And the good thing is there's so many different kind of styles of pumpkin helmets. You ain't going to run out anytime soon with the beautiful, beautiful designs for pumpkin helmets. And, of course, then comes watermelon helmet season. And y'all know what I think about that. That's a wonderful thing. All right, thanks, Case and Carter. Seth B. from Chatsworth, Georgia. I am curious, do you use a weed eater or a trimmer as part of your lawn service? If so, do you transport it with your bike? I know you tow your mower behind you, behind you, but trimmers ain't got wheels. Well, that's true. All right, Seth B., here's the, yeah, I, I do some edging with the weed eater. So I need that for the, for the lawns. Now, if you can picture in your mind's eye, this is uh, when I'm pulling on the bike or the ATB, you see that the handle of the mower has a rope on it, okay? And then that rope is tied to the seat of the bike or the ATB, the back of the ATB. It's got that little uh, metal, not a cage, but a little, little platform. You can tie things down. You can bungee things down to it. Anyhow, so now if you see that, that mower is facing back ways, and then I lean that weed eater just kind of like a, to make a triangle from the, from the base of the lawnmower to the handle of the lawnmower. And then the weed is just laying across that way. And then I bungee that to the mower. Now you got to make sure it's on top of the body of the lawnmower, uh, not, not just dragging the ground because then you got all kinds of problems. You're going you're gonna to tear up your, your weed eater that way. So that's how that go right now. Um, that's, how I, that's how I mow it and tow it. Um, Clark from Broomfield, Colorado. Thanks, Seth B., for the question. 
If a bag of hot fries, oh, Carter, Carter's got what we call a riddle. You know about them riddles? Like if two trains left the station at the same time, uh, why didn't they all get on the same train? Because they go in the same place. Them, them kind of questions. He said if a bag of hot fries was spilt on the ground and seven feet away a bag of Funyuns is spilt on the ground and there's only one crow around, what snack would the crow go after first? I think it would be by the Funyuns. I don't know why this is, but it's just what my gut is telling me. Well, Clark, you're right. They would go for the Funyuns first because they got them beaks. You know how crows, they ain't got lips. They got them beaks. And if you're going to dive bomb and pick something up, that circle of the Funyun, you can scoop that up real easy like a little ring and get it on your bake and you out of there. Them hot fries, you get the wrong angle. Oh, you, you nibbling and you nabbling and you biting them in half and you can't get them unless you get in the whole bag. But the way you pose this question to me is if they spilt on the ground. Ain't that right? So if they spilt on the ground and the crow is equal distance away, uh, the way that's going to go. And now what I'm also assuming that there's a human nearby because something don't spill without someone spilling it. So let's say they're walking with their open bag of Funyuns hot fries. Oh my goodness, I dropped in both. What in the world will I do? And the crow's like, I have an opportunity here. But I know that that human has two thumbs. So it's going to be easy for them to grab me if I ain't careful. Especially in this town where they all catch wildlife. So what he's going to do is he's going to swoop in there. And he's going to go for the, for the sure thing. And the sure thing is hooking up one of them Funyuns and flying away. And while he fly away, he eats that thing and then he plan his next uh, uh, attack you know on them Funyuns or hot fries and especially if the person that spilled them is like well I ain't picking them up now maybe they just grab the bag and they keep what's left in the bag and then they go on and then it's just a crow field day then they bring their buddies and they they all just party over there uh, Clark's got another question and he's still from Broomfield Colorado best I know uh, he has a question about Danny's Water Park. Now, he said, you mentioned Danny's Water Park multiple times, but not that you have ever been in the poo. You talk about being the cannonball champ and practicing at the city poo and a lake or a river. You don't mention every cannonball practice at Danny's Water Park. Why? I don't know if Danny's Water Park only has a splashdown pools at the end of the slides that aren't deep enough for cannonballs or if there's some other reasons. Okay, Clark, here's the deal. Uh, Danny's Water Park, you got to pay to go in there. Uh, and you got to pay, like, it's more expensive than trying to get into a city pool or obviously the lake or a public river or something like that. So the thing about that is when I'm paying there, uh, I ain't I ain't going, I ain't paying for cannonball practice like that way. I got to go down them slides on them tubes and I got to get in the wave pool and do all them things. And so it's almost like business. When you pay for something, you try, you out there trying to get your money worth. And so I got to do the things I can't do other places. And so that's how they get. And they have good cheese dip at Danny's Water Park. And so you, you do spend a little money on that cheese dip too, but hey, it ain't never not been worth it. It ain't never not been worth it. Danny's Water Park. Jameson. Thanks for the questions, Clark. Uh, Jameson says, does Meemaw have a futon cover that zips off that can be washed? Uh, my roommate and I in college had a futon one time after a party. A friend threw up on that futon after everyone went to bed. This is Jameson's story. Instead of unzipping the cover to wash that, my friend dragged the whole futon pad down the hall, stuffed it in a bathtub to wash it off in the shower. You can imagine it didn't quite fit. Boy, was I surprised the next morning. Meemaw, uh, there is a zipper on that futon, but the thing about that thing, uh, she just spray that stuff, or she might scrub it with a fingernail. Uh, you know, she just spray it with some, like, fabric stuff to make it smell better. Because uh, once she, uh, the one time she tried to unzip a futon, uh, it was bad. 
a couple things. You know how when you lose patience with a job, you think this job should last three minutes and three days later you're still working on it, so you furious. And when you furious, you can't focus no more and you just want to break more stuff. And then at the end of that three days, you wreak some havoc or wreck some havoc or rack some havoc on whatever you trying to mess with and then some. And so meanwhile, it, it just, it got her so mad. Uh, she wasn't ever going to try to unzip a futon cover again. Like she made a vow. She's like, I won't never do that. I'll light it on fire before I unzip that thing and try to get it out. So that's how that went. Now, Tabitha, you got a question. Thanks for the question, Jameson. Any tips on how to successfully uh, restring a weed whacker? Well, Tabitha, you need nimble fingers. And just like the futon situation, you need some patience. Because you fumble that thing and you don't get it, you don't get it kind of threaded right through that little little hold the right way then all of a sudden you don't get it snapped in there's a lot of things that you got to do and it's just nimble fingers and some patience so that's what you're gonna have to do going into to successfully restringing that thing it ain't just gonna happen overnight you don't wake up born knowing how to weed to restring a weed whacker that's just how it is and that's okay don't beat yourself up give yourself a little time a little patience and stretch out the fingers just like I stretched out my haunches for the cannonballs, you got to stretch some fingers out if you're going to restring a weed whacker. John C. John C. says, how much wood could a woodchuck who is named Shelly, who sells seashells by the seashore, uh, this is a fully mature woman woodchuck, I guess it's how much could she chuck? Uh, well, and then he said, bank, bank. Well, John, the way I see it, it's easy. If you're selling seashells, you ain't got no time to chuck wood. So Shelly shucks zero wood or chucks it. I guess you shuck corn and you chuck wood. And Shelly ain't doing none of that. Uh, this mature wood chuck is selling seashells. John C. also says, if you eat your cereal with milk, don't that make it cold breakfast soup? Yes. Yes, it do. John in Houston did you play any high school football? I, did somebody, didn't somebody already ask me that? They did. Uh, Arkansas is a football hotbed. If so, what position? So, yeah, sorry, Johnny Houston. I should have put y'all's questions together. Uh, you heard that story then. I already answered that. Uh, I, I was a running back for a game or two, but I didn't see nothing. And then I thought maybe I should be a kicker, but they didn't want me to kick. So it's hard to kick something in a football game when they don't want you to. Uh, thanks for the question, John in Houston. Sally Ann, I can't be the only fan who's won to win the world you're going to get married. Have y'all been dating 14 years? Uh, we've been dating not quite a year, so a little less than 14. She said, I mean, if you need a truck first, how much money do you need to buy the truck? Glory sakes, we'll raise the money for your truck. Well, you know, somebody offered before to help raise money for my truck, but I don't, you know, I'm working, man. I figure it out. You know, we all got bills to pay. And y'all got goals you're working for financially. And you're trying to get out of debt or whatever, or or, or save up for something awesome. And uh, y'all ain't gotta help fund a truck. I guess let's say. Well, here's the deal. I know the kind of truck I want. It's not like oh boy, there's that brown and white '93 Ford Ranger on Chet Dilroy's property that his stepbrother let him put a for sale sign in years ago. And boy, when I get that money together, I just know the kind of truck I want. Then I gotta go looking for it. But I mean, we in a we looking into nine hundred to twelve hundred dollar range on some of these trucks that I've seen. I mean, six hundred. You get down to five hundred. Uh, there's a good chance that in two weeks it ain't gonna be running still 
in my experience. So I'm still working on it. Uh, thanks for the question, Sally Ann. Christina Tavin, have you ever been through a natural mother nature catastrophe? Hey, listen, Christina, I've been through an unnatural mother nature catastrophe, which it's not really, I guess it's not mother nature, it's just mothers like some of them, well, Meemaw, and when she's getting mad, well, she's a granny, but she's somebody's mama, uh, my mom's mama, truth be told, they, they, they got their own catastrophes coming through. Like, you don't, you don't help yourself to the last Snickers bar. You don't pop the last thing of microwave popcorn of theirs, or they got their own. And then I have been through tornado warnings, or you got to get in, you got to get in a room, or you got to get in a bathtub, but uh, the, the tornadoes never, never touched down. Uh, so the catastrophes I've been through, more than the natural ones, like, uh, you know, hurricane, tornado, that kind of thing, earthquake. Uh, I ain't experienced a bad one of that, but I have experienced like Meemaw being mad, which was pretty rough. Thanks for the question, Christina. Kyle, when are you going bear hunting with Clay Newcomb? Uh, Clay Newcomb does the Bear Grease podcast, and I was a guest on that uh, this summer, so I think back uh, August, and uh, he's a bear hunter. And I'm going bear hunting with Clay Newcomb when he invites me. I mean, I ain't got no problem inviting myself, but uh, he's still got to respond like, hey, Clay, so when am I going bear hunting with you? And then if he's just like, bank, bank, and I'm like, what's going on, buddy? You got to answer me. And then Kyle's next question is, where did the bank, bank come from? Well, uh, the bank, bank came from, there was another wedding, some sort of event. It was a wedding, I think, several years back. Uh, but they didn't release crows like Brody and Brandy Land did. That, what they released was uh, them white birds. And Bud said, hey, Tabin, uh, there's something up in the burger shed in the air ducts. And can you go in there and get it? Now, I ain't, I ain't got that Clostosaurus Rex, but I kind of do where you don't want to be in tight spaces. But Bud said, I'll give you number three combo. If you know anything about number three combo, that's a bacon double cheeseburger, curly fries, and a Dr. Pepper. He said, I'll even throw in a chocolate shake, too. I was like, come again? So I get up in that air duct because I'm like, what in the world's making noise up there? Well, it was one of them little one of them little birds that got released from that wedding. I, how in the world it got in there and how it couldn't find its way out, I do not know. But it was looking at me, and I was looking at it, and it didn't say nothing, but it, it its eyes opened and closed, and it was like, bank, bank, like it didn't say that, but that's the sound I heard in my head, like this little bird in the air duct just looking at me like, bank, bank, and then I put out my hands, you know, like if you were you were going to ask somebody for supper and you didn't have no plate, but you put your hands together, you're like, please, sir, and that little bird uh, uh, stepped into my hands kind of thing, and it shook off like a dog getting out of a river, but and it had it was covered in soot. Now, I don't know why there's soot in the air ducts of Bud's Burger Shed, but then all of a sudden you can see, oh, it's a white bird kind of thing, and I released that thing, and Bud was real happy, and that bird was real happy, too. It kind of bank, bank, and then it flowed away, and so now I say bank, bank. It's just kind of when you're talking to somebody, and you kind of staring at them, and they staring at you, and there ain't a whole lot else to say other than, bank, bank, and that's how that go. And then, uh, and then now I just say that, and now other folks are saying it too. And we got it on a hat and a shirt, and stickers. And that's how that is, Kyle. Hopefully that answered your question. Ryan, can you have cricket on the podcast anytime soon? I probably could. Maybe I could figure out for season fives, which starts a week from today. If uh, Cricket will come on over and be on a podcast, that ain't a bad idea, Ryan. 
Kara, do you have a favorite shirt that you sell? Well, it's hard, Kara, because very first shirt I ever did, here's the story behind it, and some of y'all may know this story. Myron Curtis had a birthday party. He's like, Tabin, or a birthday. And he's like, Tabin, guess what I got for my birthday? And I was like, Myron, I'm a full-grown man. I don't want to guess what you got for your birthday. Just tell me. He goes, come on, guess. And I said, a tetherball in a backpack. And he's like, no, be serious. Guess. And I didn't want to guess. So I said, you got a portrait of a fully mature peacock with a squirrel in a headlock. He's like, no, guess for real. I was like, I don't know, Myron. And he goes, I got a moped. That's, what, that's that birthday where Myron got a moped. Well, folks, it was like, hey, I want to see that fully mature peacock with a squirrel in a headlock drawing. So I drawed it on a piece of copy paper with a Sharpie marker. And then that thing, folks liked that and they said, hey, I, I, I think somebody wanted it. I don't remember, but I auctioned it off on eBay and people bid on it and it sold for uh, more than I thought it would. You know, I want to say the bidding started at 50 cents and it went up from there. But anyhow, then uh, put it on a shirt and a lot of people about them shirts. So sometimes it was like the first art that I really did and then the first uh, shirt I really did was the fully mature peacock with the squirrel in the headlock, which we have uh, still available and the hoodies too. But a lot of folks don't know that story so they don't probably want to buy that shirt because it don't mean nothing to them. But uh, that was the first one I ever did. But I've been wearing, the one I like to wear right now is turkey salmon. I like that green color, it's a darker green color. But I tell you the one that people are buying the most these days and uh, I don't know for gifts or for themselves or whatever is the early bird gets the perm shirt uh, but I like them all I mean I've drawed most of the things on there I draw the early bird with the perm and draw the fully mature peacock um, and what else the turkey salmon I and then there's the the pig diagram I wrote in them names on the diagram of the pig you know on there so I traced it I mean there's already like a drawing somewhere of a pig I just traced that uh, you know pigs kind of look similar uh, you know when you outline a pig and then I filled in all the stuff the parts of the pig like super or whatever fantastic splendid a plus that kind of thing on the pig shirt so I don't know now you got me rambling about all them shirts but I, the no proficient shirt that's a pretty fun one too I drawed I did a, a few different colors on that one with the Sharpie markers and whatnot. And then we got a couple coming out. And I, I mentioned them at the end of the podcast that I wouldn't, at the beginning of the podcast, that I wouldn't mention them. But uh, it's Tabitha's Lawn Care Services and Donut Ghost. Them two shirts uh, sometime this fall. They in the works. Uh, thanks for the question, Kara. Merle, ask me. I was about to say Merle's name like I'm asking Merle a question. Like, Merle, have you ever thought? But no, it's Merle, ask me. Have you thought about getting a grass-cutting contract for the softball fields where y'all play? Oh, Merle. Now, I don't know if I told this story before. I thought about that many a time, but P.J. McGee, he worked for the city, and the city got that contract. So, you know, the way I tell P.J., I was like, P.J., uh, you work for the city. I work for the people kind of thing. So I just get, you know, different folks in town, word of mouth. Oh, Tabin Dillard cuts my lawn. You should, you should have him do your lawn. And, you know, one, one thing led to another, and I'm around town cutting lawns. Uh, but I ain't got that. I ain't got that city contract. I ain't got the city contract. But I certainly thought about that, Merle, and I even inquired about it. PJ McGee, he locked in over there with that. Brad, love your show. Makes me laugh every time. I have the Team Burger Shed shirt with the roster on the back. Yeah, that's from Twenty Out Twenty One. 
That's last year's shirt that had the whole roster. And I'm trying to decide which shirt to buy next. Is there any future plans to do a show in Pennsylvania near the Pittsburgh or Philadelphia area? So I, I, I guess you ain't asking a question about the shirts, and I just talked a lot about shirts when Kara asked that question. So there's ideas, some I mentioned there, that you could look into for the shirt. Um, do I plan to do a show in the Pennsylvania, Philadelphia? I live in a, a small town somewhere in between there. Uh, I ain't got no plans right now. And folks have asked about live shows. Somebody today asked, um, and I don't know if it's a podcast question. I didn't think it was, so I didn't put it on here. But they did ask me, and I didn't got their name in front of me, uh, if I ever did live shows. And, yeah, I did a tour in 2012. I did one in 2018. And then this summer I did six shows, I think. You know, I did a... Two in Oklahoma. Uh, where'd I go? No. Yeah, I did a Yukon, Oklahoma, Newkirk, Oklahoma, Conway, Arkansas, Horty, Arkansas. Oh, I know. I was supposed to do two shows in Conway, and I only did one. Maybe that's it. And then I did um, one in Boise, Idaho. But I, anyways, right now I ain't got no show, no shows lined up. Uh, I can figure that out. Or when people contact me. Um, maybe for private events. I think there's a couple in 2023 where people reached out for some event that they want me to come do a show for. But uh, like just regular shows for the public to be like, hey, I'm doing a show this night and here and there, I ain't got them lined up. But if you're interested, you could always text me and that's in the show notes today. You'll see the, the Tavins bag of bacon in the show notes. Then all the t-shirts I've been talking about, the link to them in the show notes. Then you see my text message. You can text me if you're interested in the show, 501-322-6249. Or you can email me, tabdiller at gmail.com. That'll all be in the show notes. Uh, Brad also asked me, how close are you to the mountain you need for the Ford Ranger? Okay, I answered that earlier. I knew there's another question. So Brad had that question, too, about the Ford Ranger. And then he said, will you still utilize your ATB if you get a truck? Oh, yeah, for sure. Until Cricket's granddaddy says, hey, you got to get that back. It's, t it's my turn. But I'm getting a sense, you know, I, th I think I told you all this before, that he don't care nothing about it. You know, he's just a nice guy, and he's like, yeah, we're sharing this. We got joint custody, but he don't really want it back. And he paid he paid a full $75 for it at that auction. But it's almost like a gift or whatever. But, yeah, I still guess a lot of you said ATB. It can go places a Ford Ranger sure can't. Thanks for the question, Brad. Charlie, do you think Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Boy, he, he could he could head first. I mean, he, he taught me how to slide, and you know the damage I do in the adult softball league. But uh, that ain't my decision. You know, I ain't voting him in or out, but that's what I think. Charlie Stacy said, hey, Tavin, would there be a new Team Burger Shed team roster T-shirt or maybe a team championship shirt, maybe like a three-quarter sleeve baseball tee with y'all's name on the backside? Sure would be cute. Thanks for doing what you do, and have a good week. Bank, bank. Thanks, Stacy. Uh, I don't know. That's the thing about it. This year, in 20 out 22, I was like, I'm going to throttle back. I did so many shirts and stuff in 2021, and it's fine, but I was like, I, you don't want to, like, give people what they ain't asking for. Now, Stacey, I know you are asking for that, so I, I don't know. Maybe we'll figure out a new – we got the regular burger shed. We discontinued the 2021 team burger sheds just because they was from 2021. Um, and our roster changed this year. We didn't have everybody on a team this year that we did last year. So that ain't a bad idea. I ain't thought about doing something like a three-quarter sleeve, really, but that, that may be worth considering. Y'all folks can let me know what they think about that. If more people want it, you know, as I hear that it's something people would, would want, and uh, I'm okay figuring out how to make it happen. Uh, and then uh, let's see. 
Ronnie Harris has got a question. Then I'm out of here for a little bit because Joel's got to come in here and, and answer questions. So that's how that's going to be. Ronnie Harris wants to know, how is Millie Ricks doing? I guess I ain't talked about her in a while. She the same, Ronnie. She can't hear too well. She can't see too well. That don't stop her from doing nothing she don't want to do. She'll still try to drive a car. She'll still holler at you, assuming that when you uh, talk back to her, she's going to be able to hear it. Uh, she still got a super soaker on her front porch, and she wanted to do a haunted house for the Halloweens up on her front porch. And I was like, Millie, folks don't even want to go to your house regular time of year. You scare them off then. Why would they want to do the haunted house? I guess they'd be expecting it at least for the Halloweens. But she, she's ornery as ever. Uh, she she going to probably be uh, into all the stuff we got going on this fall in town. It's going to be on the season five podcast. All the you know, you know what comes up in town in the fall. There's Thanksgiving. We might have the Thanksgiving Day Parade or the festival or the Christmas stuff coming up. Black Friday and all these things going on. And I'm sure Millie will find her way into some of that. She always show up at stuff, Ronnie. So she doing fine. As fine as I think she can be. All right, I'm going to take a break. I got to find Joel because there's questions for him and I don't care nothing about. I mean, he, he can do those. Hey, Joel, this is your turn. The day want questions for Joel. Okay, hey, everybody. Joel Berry here. Got some questions and some of these may be, yeah, from people that have asked questions for Tavin earlier in uh, this podcast episode. Clifford says, do you have a girlfriend? If so, does she kind of look like Cricket? I don't have a girlfriend. I have a wife, and we got married 20, oh my goodness. Let's see, it's 2022, and I got married in 2001. So that's 21 years we've been married. So it's been a minute. Uh, Clifford says, I learned about you and Tavin from your guest appearances on the Bear Grease podcast with Clay Newcomb. Have you done other guest appearances or do you plan to? Yes, yeah, so Clay and I connected through Instagram. And then when I came on his podcast, he picked me up from the airport and we were talking about uh, we're going to his place to record the podcast that day. And he was like, do you want to be Tavin the whole time or do you want to be yourself? I'm like, I don't. Or Actually, I think he was thinking I should do both. And I was agreeing because otherwise, if you're going to talk about something serious, or like real life sort of things that they were going to be talking about on the Bear Grease podcast, it didn't make sense for Tavin to be the whole time. And if you've listened to that episode, it's this summer, um, one of the renders. I think it was mid-August. You can go back and listen to the Bear Grease podcast where Tavin's on it at the beginning, and then he leaves, and I show up, and, and I answer. But that's fun. I, I enjoyed that. enjoyed Clay. Have you done other guest appearances? Yes. Uh, since Honestly, since Instagram took off... Not so much TikTok, which in that that blew up in 2020 and 2021 for me. Um, but I wasn't getting the request like I am through Instagram for guest appearances. So uh, Tavin's been on a few podcasts, you know, Bear Grease. He's been on a fishing podcast, another one that's just kind of a comedy type of podcast. So, yeah, I have been guests. And then I've been asked to do other stuff just as myself, as Joel. So because of Instagram, yeah, Tavin and Joel are getting requests. So hopefully that answers that. Uh, Sherry, just wondering how many scenes you have set up for your TikTok videos and where they're set up. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. And then Sam says, uh, where do you keep all the Tavin sets for the videos? And I think that's what you mean, right? By the scenes, Sherry, you mean like the sets? Uh, or the uh, locations where I shoot Tavin videos. 
Um, it seems like a lot of storage, Sam says, is necessary for those. You know, here's the deal with that. I, it's a funny thing. I, uh, I don't like set them up and tear them down. It's not like, you know, they're always there right now so I can just go shoot on them. And I haven't talked a lot about this just because there's something about uh, like the mystery of it, not to be like, oh, I'm not telling you where this stuff is, but like the whole M Chancellor Park and then Tavins Town. And it's something like, yeah, they're there and I have them and they're, they're easy to get to and shoot up. But I just, I guess I haven't talked a lot about them because it, it's like um, a lot of people, I think the podcast listeners, uh, you all know you, if you've listened to these before, you know that the, there's the backstory that I'm uh, an actor and all that. But um, I guess the the short story Sam and Sherry is that there's a lot of people, enough people that get disappointed by, oh, I did, you know, I just want this to be real. Where it's like, okay, I haven't like, I've never done behind the scenes stuff of the actual locations. But yeah, they're close. Um, but not a lot of storage, Sam, as far as like, oh, I've got to take something down and put it back up. Case and Carter, do you ever start laughing while recording the podcast and have to start over? Well, Case and Carter, I usually don't uh, because for so many years I've shot video after video after video by myself um, uh, that it's work. And so when I'm at work, I'm pretty focused. If there's other actors I'm interacting with, there may be some laughing and I have started laughing by myself recording stuff before, but it's not that often and I think part of it it's because it's uh, it's it's still work, although it's fun, and I try to take it seriously, even though it's comedy. So because of that, I kind of get locked in and just do the thing. And I also know that if I laugh, uh, that makes my, my work day longer <laughs> if I have other things to do, so if that makes sense. Low Energy Mike in Oregon says, how much of Tavin is scripted and how much is improv? So I think you're talking about the videos, like the short videos, that if you notice on Instagram, TikTok are getting shorter just because um, that's, the, that's what uh, gets circulated more right now. So I, I, was, I was trying to hit a minute, you know, a year and a half ago or so or over a minute, and now it's like 14 seconds to 40 seconds. Um, how much is scripted? I don't know the percentages. There's sometimes where I'm like, I want to find the beginning, middle, and end before I start this thing. Other times, it's joke, punchline. I have a general idea. There's so many things where um, I just have a phrase. Like I t take notes during the week, like, oh, this is, uh, or I see something, and I'm like, this is funny. Um, maybe I can, how, how can I build an episode around it? So mm, percentage-wise, I really don't know. I feel like I always err on the side, 50% or 40%, I don't know. Um, but I do script more, I think, than people think I do because it feels like improv, which is supposed to. It feels like you're just telling a story. You're just telling about your day. So anyways, there's that. And I will tell you, uh, some of you may know this, but I have an Instagram channel called Sweet Tea Films, S-W-E-E-T-T-E-A-F-I-L-M-S, Sweet Tea Films. And that is a lot of questions for Joel. Uh, and a lot of people ask about Tavin mostly over there too. And it's just me and my daughter, my 16-year-old daughter, runs that channel. And so that's her and I. So that's uh, um, an option if you have a lot of Tavin questions. Uh, that stuff gets answered over there. Um, okay, that's it for me. Let's get back to Tavin. Let me see. He should be standing by. Maybe got into some bacon or sweet tea. Tavin.
Okay, hopefully it uh, doesn't help y'all guys. Uh, that is all them questions that came in. Now here, like I said, y'all, I have tried to really uh, remember all the questions that got sent in this year. Well, this year. I mean, in the last week since for, for the season four. Uh, boy, this year, there ain't no way. I, if they'd been coming in since January. These have been coming in for just the last, I think, four weeks or so. So hopefully... Uh, you got your questions answered, and hopefully I remembered everybody's question that got sent in. I didn't forget nobody. I didn't try to leave nobody out, y'all guys, but uh, you know that happens when you mowing lawns and ramping bikes and trying to do a podcast, too, kind of thing. And uh, this fall, uh, there's going to be some more nursing home because uh, they, they pay me a little bit of jingle jangle to get down there and do some things, so that's how they're going to go. Uh, I will tell you this. This is the last episode of Season 4 of the Tappan Dillard Podcast, but you know what? Hey, let me tell you something. Next week, we kicking off the season fives. We kicking off the season fives of the Tab and Dillard podcast, and it is going to be a hoot. You know as well as I do that November and December, there is a lot going on in town, and I want you to be a part of that. So thank y'all all for tuning in to the Q&A, the season finale of season four of the Tab and Dillard podcast. I am Tab and Dillard. Check the show notes, y'all guys, for all them things. The, ba- the bag of bacon. If you got gifts to buy, bag of bacon. You know what I'll put down there, too, is the, the link for uh, personal greetings. If you need me to wish somebody a Merry Christmas or a Happy Birthday or a Happy Turkey Day or whatever kind of thing. So here, uh, let me just recap from the top. Show notes, bag of bacon, T-shirts, hoodies, hats. That link's going to be there. Personal greetings going to be there. Patreon going to be there. My text message, uh, my number, so you can text message. My email address, that's all going to be there. So you ain't got to scribble it down on a notepad with a little piece of pencil uh, right now. Uh, you can get to it later. It's going to be sitting in the show notes, and you can just uh, click that link, and it'll take you right there. Woo! This went a while, y'all guys. This went a while. But, hey, time flies when you're having fun, and I was having fun. And I want you to know, hey, if you ain't had crows released at your wedding this week and your granny dived on the pecan pie table to catch a full-grown crow, you having a pretty good week. I'm Tabin Dillard. Until next time, when we kick off season five, have a good one. We'll see you later.